I saw that. Je zo dat. Zij weet die meis maken man zo confused zijn man. Daarom zeg ik, zij praat in dezelfde fokkers. The Babbling is podcast. Wat is Oh we oh we, welcome to the Babbling is podcast. This is the base one is seven. I'm the defenders. Chill zone. Charlie X to C. Finally has a mic. This week we are joined by uh, the illustrious Dante the Dante. What's good, what's good, babbling heads? It's all good. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> good. Um, I was at a party last week. I said, I'm going to go to Paris. Benjamin Moussa. I said, I'm going to go to the house. I said, I'm going to organize a new one. And it's just all over. In the pipeline. It's in the pipeline, yeah. So in the loop. The universal lines. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, quite a popular rapper. A lot of people like him. Um, so basically, let's start off with um, where you started and who, how your m- musical journey started and, and all that. Yeah, so I started in 2008 with music, basically. But mm. like I started, like I was always introduced to hip hop from like a young already, from a young kid. So my brother always used to play Dr. Dre mm. and your DMX, rest in peace, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I first had access to recording music, that was in 2008. So my brother, he was dating this girl and then he made like a song for on valentine's day man. and mm-hmm. then i was just like yo how did you do this and then he showed me now like how he did this whole vibe and then as when he showed me that i was on audacity the headphones the, uh, the call center mics yeah i started there recorded my first song then i played it for some people in the in the area whatever they started liking it and then from there I've been grinding ever since. I've just been recording. It was first started of just as a hobby, something that I was mm. just very passionate about. Mm. And then like through through like my high school career, whatever. Then I used to go like to Ready D, like the cipher sessions and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Under different name though. At that time I was like the master. You know, the master. <laughs> that time it was the master. And um, after after high school, I went into studying psychology. Oh yeah. And then um, interesting. Yeah, then my name went from the master to psychic. <laughs> and people, and that wasn't also a name. Both names wasn't given to me. I, I didn't give it myself. It was both given to me mm. by other people. Mm. You see, so psychic was because I studied psychology. The yeah. master was just mm. homies oh, that called yeah. me the master because like I used to be <coughs> a valley energy with the girls. Mm. I'm like, like the master. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the master. So master just, splinters. Yeah, you know I mean? So I just went with that. Bader. But um, <laughs> but um, um psychology, no. That give the mic closer, Psychology is definitely something that's very interesting. Like when I studied it, I was like, I always had that wow moment. Like easy because you learn stuff about yourself and other people. I mean, but my passion wasn't there. So somehow, whenever I was doing psychology, I always felt like. Like, nah, like, I should be doing something else. Okay. Like, I would procrastinate. Mm. Like, when I'm mm. a study, I'll take my breaks, and I will, like, maybe record a song. And then I would say, okay, I'm going to take, like, an hour to record a song. That will turn into two hours, and it will turn into three hours. And then mm. I will just, like, eventually, I decided. And luckily, look, I have, a, I have a good support system. Thank you to my mom mm. and my father that has been supporting me through. My father passed in 2017, though. Okay. But um, my mom always supported me right through. So... When I told my mom, because she used to pay for student loans and shit like that. So mm. when I told my mom, this is something that I don't want to do, because they knew I was always into music. Like mm. from a young age, you know, people like I used to record at three o'clock in the morning 
And you know the time is like yeah you was and it started like that but I just mm. didn't listen and <laughs> I just kept on doing it so they just got used to it so they sleep regdia all the stuff and then one <laughs> of the songs how how was um studying psychology how many years did you it was a four year course but I only did like two two years two so years how was how was that how was that changed your writing style um I would say it changed my writing style a lot because it changed my whole perception of how I view people, you know, how I view people and there's different things that I now pay attention to when I not only observe other people but I observe yeah. myself. You see so like the thing with my recent song with Freud. Yeah. That, that's I want I want to say I just I checked your page now and I'm like, yo, nobody is this Freud Freud? Yeah. Because nobody knows like keep that how how deep that's it goes. actually yeah that's actually a bra <laughs> so, so that's also where I got that influence from mm. you know so analyzing my own behavior self yeah. doing self elevation and everything like that so so that has definitely influenced not only with that but with vocab because when I was studying psychology there's like a whole lot of different words that a person learn in psychology mm. and what mm. psychology I didn't only do psychology there was other modules which was like english literature and yeah. things like that so we used to like study plays and novels and then write essays of 15 to 3000 words Jeez. and stuff like that yeah. so in a sense it did like kind of just even help help me more with my music that's why i was so mm. filled with that creative juices at that time that i my, i would procrastinate just doing music all time because i got inspiration from everywhere when i was yeah, studying yeah, yeah, you yeah. see so even more when i started studying psychology i grew more within my music yeah. to a point where i felt like i have to just pursue it full time mm. so when i left psychology my mom was very supportive she was like look if it's not what makes you happy don't do it because you don't want you to be in something and you're miserable for the rest of your life yeah. and i was just like okay thank you whatever and then since then i started um working at call centers and things like that mm. and um for a couple of years while doing music doing gigs and shows and you know recording releasing projects mixtapes and 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 singles and things like that and then um basically i signed to a label in 2016 called IMG Immaculate Music Group. Mm. I'm still in communication with Gideon, the CEO of um, Immaculate Music Group, but that's where I met Boris or now mm. known as Binyamin. Mm. So that's how that's how we met basically. Okay. So through IMG they used to do like a thing called Thursday. So it was like every Thursday there was like a verse that someone yeah, yeah. would spit. So I would start it up. I started off like the first two or three episodes and then that also started blowing up and then that's where we grew the likes of Boris at the time mm. and then Um he came to studio at um Cape Audio mm-hmm. and that's where we we met in studio for the first time and then he did something on one of the beats that I did and I was I didn't I knew who he was but I didn't like I didn't hear him in a long time so he did something on the same beat and I remember I don't even know Lomax beats Lomax yeah, yeah, yeah. is a Yeah I know Lomax well. Yeah Lomax <coughs> so he was there as well so we started off with me and Lomax and Gideon and 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 Paris and Linux beats as well and he was like okay let's see what this guy's going to do on your beat and he killed it and <laughs> he killed that beat mm-hmm. heavy he killed that beat heavy and from there there's always been like um because he was also signed to IMG there's always been like a friendly competition that goes on between me, me and him mm-hmm. and that's very healthy so i grew a lot with Boris from that we eventually went independent uh we went on tour with the Outlaws he, he told us about yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so that yeah that's basically just my journey so through Boris and then we started working together all the years went on tour with the outlaws backstage one of the um, uh the veterans there at the back they were just like they loved they were sitting backstage and they were like listening to our set mm-hmm. and they were like yo they love our music and stuff and mm-hmm. they would like us to do something 
And then the guy was like, he's doing this international remix and E40 is on it. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that with E40? Yeah, that's all he had to say. E40, I'm like, what? And I called my nigga and I said, come over here and let's all, let's both yeah. jump on it. And he's like, okay, can you share a verse? I'm like, yeah, sure. Not long when he sent that beat, it didn't even take long for us to to up on that immediately. Mm. So mm. that was a, a very dope experience. That whole, that whole experience of touring and doing like long sets, like hour long sets, 45, that prepared me a lot for a lot of other like small gigs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it prepared me a lot because I have a lot of stamina to do like longer sets. How long was the like show that. though? So it's, it's how long was the whole show? show yeah. Oh, the, the whole tour. Uh, yeah. The whole tour. It wasn't, it was like between, I think it was, when was it like in 2018, it was like in December, it was like a two weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we didn't go on every, to every, every, every location. Mm -hmm. They went to like other locations. We just went to the, like Joe Johannesburg. And then yeah, in Cape Town, we came back to Cape Town. Who, who sponsored the tour? Um, what was the name? Um, I don't know that I can't remember the name but of it. But it was sponsored by someone. sponsored by someone named yeah. Steven. Okay. the guy's name there, yeah. Somebody says, that's quiet. They could just bring people down. They could yeah. bump it again, like hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, 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 you told us about your name, the, the master. The master, And yeah. then, uh, you, your name is now Dante the Dante. Dante the Dante. It's, it's quite a, a unique name, like, yeah. Um, do you know the story about Dante? Dante Inferno. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that. tells me that. Everybody tells me about uh, Dante Inferno. That's the so. So where did you get your Where did you get your name from? My name. Um. Okay. So we'll tell you about it now. Yeah. So first, so you tell us what your name. Okay. So, um, the name Dante, right? Um. Like I said, through psychology, I started learning a lot of stuff, and I was spiritual when I started studying psychology. I was actually a bakirman. I was, mm. I was, I was saved in everything, right? So, um, and then the more you start studying psychology, if you get into a scientific mind, then there was a time that I, that I was like atheist even for like a few months or whatever. Mm. And then God just shows you who he is without, not scripture, but through life. Yeah. And then that's when I came back onto like believing in God, but I don't consider myself like religious, just more spiritual. Mm. So as an artist, I used to also always look for ways to unblock my creativity and do exercises like meditation and um, morning pages, which is something where you wake up every morning, you do like three pages of writing anything that comes to your mind, basically like free thought, anything. So if I wake up, I'm like, uh, what am I doing today? Oh, curtain, book. Oh, yeah, my mouth stinks. Oh, I got to brush my teeth, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? You write yeah. three pages of that. You're basically just unblocking lit free flow, whatever, right? So when I started doing that, when I started doing that, like my mind opened up like so much, like creatively, like sometimes I would dream a whole song and I wake up, then I will have a whole song prepared in my head. And then I have to wake up and write it down before I forget whatever yeah. melody or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So so at the time I was so called psychic. At the time I was so called psychic. And uh, one of the spiritual dreams that I had is I was walking, I could, it felt very real, man. The dream felt very real. So I knew like it was a spiritual thing for me to change my name. But I'm gonna tell you like what this <laughs> dream, what indicated to me like, okay, change your name to Dante. Okay. So uh, I was walking on like white crystal, like a white floor basically. Like, you know that scene in the Matrix where everything is white mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and mm. it's just like, uh, maybe like a door, like guns or whatever. Mm. But this mm. was just like white all around and it was like a door. And when I opened the door, it's a church, right? Purple curtains, purple curtains around or whatever, people are singing. Mm. There's a choir singing. And then they're singing Dante, they're singing that. 
Dante, but at the, at the time I'm thinking, who real is Dante? Why is people singing Dante? Mm. Then there's somebody that comes from like behind the curtain or whatever, but supposedly now like the pastor, but you can't see his face. Mm. He is all over his face, you can't see his face, and he's like kind of floating or whatever. I'm bare feet walking in this church down like the thing, like, and it's like they're celebrating something, man. And I'm looking around and I'm thinking, like, what the hell is that? Mm. Who's Dante? Why is this choir singing Dante or whatever? And the brother's like, um, today is a very special day or whatever, because today we're celebrating someone formerly known as Psykid. Today we give you Dante. And then the what? choir went, Dante. And then I woke up. And I was like, you know, weird. And that, I made a song called Dante after yeah. that, immediately with sure. my own melody, something similar to what the dream had. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, yeah, so that's how I got the name Dante. So then when I made my name Dante, uh, I changed my name, but people asked me, yo, where can I find you? I'm like, nah, sure, it's Dante. Then they search Dante, then they get 500 Dantes or oh. <laughs> a whole lot of other Dantes. I say, like, how can I separate mm. myself from any other Dante that's out yeah. there. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not that Dante or that Dante. I'm Dante the Dante. Uh. So that's basically how I got my name, Dante yeah. the Dante. Was actually trying to do a video that? Dante the Dante. Video of your oh, oh, it sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. Some, some. Yeah. So, so the Dante's Inferno that I know, like the anime, do, uh. do you know the same one? No, actually not. I know it's a, isn't it a, a work of, not just Dante's Inferno, I know it goes sure. deeper than an anime. I, I think it's more, it's yeah. a story or something like a yeah. more myth or something like that. So anyway, the, the one that I know, and it goes a little something, I stand to be corrected. This guy's wife um, goes like down into hell somehow. Yeah. She dies and she goes like, or oh, they suck her or this demon sucker into, but hell doesn't have like one state. There's like, Five, oh. five levels or five oh, or I seven know levels about now. I of hell. Have the, you yeah. seen this? Yeah, and there's five or seven levels of hell, and obviously the worse you are, like the the the, the lower you must go. But mm. he must mm. like go to like the the lowest, lowest. level mm. to to, to know? save her. <laughs> Nobody can know the story. I story of Dante in the game. Devil May Cry. Dante's Inferno is in there. Then it's like a Nephilim, which is like half angel and half demon or whatever. So I used to play that game also a lot. But that has no influence over the name Dante. That has no influence. People are like, oh, they were Quavis. They were Dante is for the game. Nah, no, sometimes, mm. sometimes you're putting it out there. It almost like it has like a, I don't know, uh, like, a, like a meaning that someday, maybe one day you must go save your girl. Or maybe you're looking mm. for your girl and you must go save her or something. <laughs> or maybe not that. I don't know. There's some, 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 some um, repetitivism, some re yeah. repeating. Mm. Yeah, no, the actual thing is like just researching it now. I'm seeing that uh, Jamie over there is a bit of a freak. Um, Dante, the Dante, <laughs> uh, Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Reference to, to, to um, uh, Rogan. 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 Oh. Um, it's a 14th century poem. Um, you see? By Italian um, writer. Something yeah. like that. It's the epic poem is called um, Divine Comedy. So, like, this story goes way back. 14th okay. century, bro. You see, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a story. There's there's some there's some there's some uh, mystical vibes to it. Like, mm. oh, you must check it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know what I've what I've been thinking now the whole time. It's like I thought that only happens to me, man. When you dream about a song yeah. and then you have to write it down early in yeah, the morning, write it down. Yeah, because like you you can dream about a full song, maybe concept, everything, hook, every verse, Anything. breakdown, or 
Rico, das alles ist in your mind. Und dann, als ich also aufstehe, wie er sagt, okay, an die Tür reitest du an, otherwise, wir müssen das mit, Bro. Und das Konzept ist so mind-blowing. Das ist so wunderbar. Ja, wenn du dich öffnest, um das Geschehen dieser Art von Kreativität zu bekommen, dann wirst du überrascht. Wie ich immer gesagt habe, ich bin immer hungrig, um besser zu sein, um besser als Artist zu sein. Das ist, warum ich und Boris mit uns getroffen haben. Just a natural competitive nature between us because he's dope so then if if me and him is on a song together we always want to out rap one another on a yeah, song right. so <laughs> you, you guys have like a, a you guys have like a similar type of sound like or, or, or similar type of vibe vibe mm. about you's like is, is that on purpose or did you just sort of because you're hanging out with each other uh, the, the texture of mm. your voices almost like yeah, the same it's definitely not on purpose uh. it's just because we probably hang around each other a lot we mm. do music together a lot we listen to uh, similar music and stuff like that mm. he grew up mainly with jazz with jazz and things like that that was his upbringing and then went mm. into hip-hop uh, for me it was always just west coast hip-hop and then later in life i would say like tupac i started listening to only later in life like i was always a biggie B.I.G. fan, like mm-hmm. from a young age, that was the 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 first rapper that I consciously like. You know, when you're a kid, mm-hmm. subliminally, you know, there's stuff like subconsciously, there's music that you get introduced to. But the first artist that like I can remember, like consciously being like, "Yo, this bro is dope. Let me go and look more of his music or whatever," mm-hmm. was B.I.G. Um, just because of his flow and his like, you know, mm. syllable rhyming and mm. just the way, just the way, his smoothness about it, mm. about mm. the way he raps. And then only later in life when I started now, like after psychology, like I said, mm. my whole perception changed. I'm like a more abstract person also in a way where I, I, I seek for something deeper than just the surface or what it is or whatever. Yeah. And with Tupac's music, it's, it's a lot of those stuff. Sometimes he's saying stuff directly, but you know, it's poetic in a way where you, you know, and so after late in life, then I started only getting into Tupac. Then I started only, and since a young kid, my dad always used to play Nat King Cole, so that's a jazz. So then I started getting into jazz. Then so I hang out with Boris, and then I started also getting into like jazz and R&B and soul, and he introduced me to people like Ella Fitzgerald, and, mm. and you know, Louis Armstrong always knew, but only when I met, when I met Benjamin, then I got more into also tapping into the jazz, tapping into music other than rap. So mm. like most of the time when I'm not even recording music or creating music, I'm not listening to rap music. I'm listening to other stuff like Earth, Wind and Fire or, yeah, yeah. or like Al Green or something like that. Like I listen to other music to get inspiration and then find out how, how I can incorporate mm. that into what I'm what I'm doing, you know? Mm. So yeah, that's, that's basically, so it's not intentional, to answer your question, mm. it's not intentional. It's just that we, we brothers, man, we like, we consider ourselves brothers because we've been working for so many years together now. I think it's because you, like I'm discovering now, I think um, you're both on a spiritual journey as well, man. Like yeah. you said, you were saved. Mm. I think that also maybe the kinship. Yeah, yeah. Like that myth type of vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. We have a lot of, we have a lot of stuff that, uh, that, that are similar and that makes us like connect better. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have a lot of deep conversations. Like, you know, me and him in the pub is what we call the studio there by me. We had many all-nighters, all-nighters, and he sleeps over there. Well, we don't really sleep much, but yeah. we had many, many, many nights there. So, gen- like, naturally, you're going to grow closer to each other, mm. Be- mm. develop a brotherhood. Mm. And, yeah, we have a lot of deep conversations, man. 
and a lot of FIFA games. There's, a, there's a other <laughs> artists now coming up, or not coming up. He's, he's been on the wild. Uh, Anderson Park, like, he, ah. he, and he also mixed like almost like this jazzy type of vibe yeah. with like the, the, the hip hop. I, I enjoy his music, and mm. sometimes there's something that that reminds me about you. You know what I mean? It's yeah, Anderson s- Park. It just clicks somehow. Anyway, well, have you done any? Um, Other collaborations now because you 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 and Boris are pretty tight. You and Benjamin, yeah. Um, but have you like ventured into experimenting with different sounds, having like collabing with somebody else? Yes, yes. Um, there's a lot of I've worked with Lance Lightyear before. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you yeah, mm-hmm. Lance Lightyear, Judas. He was here. Yes. Yeah. We have some stuff that is unreleased. You know that I'm sure. planning on working, doing some more stuff. Nice. Um. Uh, me and Melky, I don't even know Melky. Yeah, he's actually he was supposed to be on um, a couple of weeks back, um, but yeah, he will mm. be on soon. Yeah, so me and him, we also worked. Um, there's there's quite a few, and obviously you know with the rest of the tribe. So that is me, uh, J Dubs, mm. J Dubs, um, uh, and Carter. Yeah, Carter. So we we basically we were basically like a group. We're still a group, but we haven't like done much work. We have stuff that's unreleased. Um, so that's me, Benjamin, uh, Carter, and um, J Dubs. Yeah, well, tribe. Is that yeah. the group tribe? Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't tribe. you guys originally signed with Revolution? With Celeste? No, no. Revolution. Um, that came after. Okay. That came afterwards. Um, Celeste used to manage us mm. as Tribe, as Tribe. But everybody just went into their own individualistic. Ways, but yeah, but we we planning a reunion. Mm. I would love uh, love us all to just have another reunion again and just get together and have a, again another one of those. Because we also had like yeah, all okay. nighters all the time at the mm. pub with the tribe, and then all of us is just in there and the energy is just insane. Yeah, that'd be dope because it's both all like sharpened your swords yeah, and like nice competitive nature. Like <laughs> I said, everybody <laughs> everybody wants Can to to outrap the other person <laughs> on the song, you know. But we so versatile that like like with thanks to 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 Benjamin like working with him got me into experimenting with not only rap mm. but with, like I said with soulful mm. singing and stuff like that like I never even knew that I could like sing or whatever you know but there's a lot of melodic stuff that I'm doing now a lot mm. of people will be surprised with my upcoming album like everybody when they hear Dante the Dante everybody thinks is that nigga that like shouts and stuff like mm. Dante Dante everybody think I'm that that mm. guy. But like with Freud is an example, yeah. it's a chilled vibe. It's more I'm I'm talking to you actually mm. instead of like shouting at you and giving you that that heavy energy. Because mm. I think a lot of people, oh, that's what it was like. People used to put me in that kind of box, mm. the guy that always shouts and that always just hype. Because when I perform, I have that energy. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a lot of new stuff. Like I said, I've been listening to a lot of jazz and new soul and stuff. Mm. So there's a lot of singy vibes, but obviously rap, hip hop is the center of it. So. Like um, like with uh, with Freud itself, I just watched a couple of snippets of the of the actual visuals. Mm. Then you take on you revert back to your your role as a psychologist because you, you yeah. start like with a, like yeah come sit in the couch. Psychoanalysis, yeah. yeah, like Sigmund yeah. Freud. Yeah, that was a that was a when I when I made that song. I don't know if yeah. it was earlier this year or if it was last year, but I've recorded a lot of music for this project. Like it's so hard to decide like what I'm gonna put on here, like because. And the reason I took my time with this specific project is because, like, for years that I've been releasing music, okay, like, I've gained, like, a following, and they say uh, progress is better than no progress, right? Yeah. But you have to, like, find ways to 
try and just do better than what you did before. So sometimes I feel like I do release a lot of good quality music, but sometimes it lands on deaf ears or mm. like not deaf ears, but like uh, people don't appreciate it for what it really is as much. So then you start thinking to yourself, how can I, how can I get this to reach the people that I wanted to reach? And like expand the reach basically. So that's why I've been taking so long with this project, even though I could have released the project within the first three months of when I started writing it and recording it or whatever, right? Yeah. But I've been thinking of ways to strategically release this project. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm releasing the videos and singles to build up maybe like hype for it and things like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe saving a budget, you know, for like promotion and things like that, advertising and things like that. So. As things that I used to do before with like promotion and stuff, but I never used to do it strategically. Yeah. So that's why I want to do this. I want to drop this project differently to what I did all my other music, so that it can so it can be heard the way that I want. It can can be received the way I want it to if be. If you want any help mm. with that, if, if mm. the Babylonians can can help in any way, let me know. Too. No, definitely, I appreciate Who that. Who did the visuals on that on that track? On which track, Freud? Uh, oh. um, Matthew Mack. It's a it's a friend of mine. Mm. Uh, brother of mine as well, friend of mine. Um, basically, I knew him for a few years now, so he did the visuals, but I edited the um, the footage. Everything is green screen on that, so I wasn't actually mm. sitting on that couch. <laughs> Just okay, I wasn't. I was sitting on a couch, but not that couch. Mm. And like I, everything was green screen, so I invested in a green screen. Um, and then I just told him, "Yo, let's." Uh, I have this idea. I directed everything. Because mm. I had the idea like already before the time. All he did was just shoot the video. Um, and then, yeah, he shot Matthew Mack. That's him. He shoots all my videos moving now forward. Um, and then I just edited that. Uh, I edited Freud and the last two videos that I released. Mm. I edited that, those videos as well. Yeah. You mm. you spoke also, before we record the podcast, you spoke about having like a, a home studio. And yeah. are you talking well, about... Almost like shooting the stuff yourself is mm. awesome. How you do thing on a on a shoe uh, shoestring budget budget? You know what I mean? Mm. Like uh, <laughs> when I started doing podcasts and I said like like no, I just had a mic and something small mm. and, and and I tried to get it going. But you guys, you have you've achieved a lot more in a in a in a short time with, with like you, like I say like a shoestring budget. That's mm. so it's awesome the way you did that, man. Thank but you. obviously you have person that help and yeah. people that help in the 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 industry is dope, like. Mm. No, it's, it's it's definitely uh, God sent us. Like I said, I'm I'm very a very spiritual person, so I believe that people come into my life for a reason. And like um, I've been praying about it, I've been asking about it, like this year, saying that yo, I have certain goals that I want to achieve. Yeah. Let the right people come into my life, and like I've been basically the let me tell you the name of my upcoming album, mm -hmm. right? So it's called No More Allies. Okay. okay? So. Previously, I was always known as the relationship guy because mm. I always used to be in a relationship, okay? So now my ex, her name was Ellie. So that's the play of the thing, no more allies because mm. I'm no longer with them, right? So that's where I met uh, my videographer currently through through a, through a mm. brother's friend and then I became friends with him as well, Matthew Mack. Yeah. So even though when me and her broke up, me and him still stayed friends. You know, and we still started hanging out more and all those stuff. So it's like God said that, you know, that relationship, even though we're not together anymore, mm. but it had to happen for a reason. reason. Yeah. Uh. See, because now I have a videographer that I can let. I'm going to after this immediately mm. to also shoot some stuff. But yeah. I have him like whenever I want to. Like I can just be like, yo, bro, 
they shoot mm. on this day you know i have that i have that freedom that i didn't have before where i yeah. had to like you know go look for people okay you have to work mm. according to the obviously i still mm. have to work according to your schedule as well but i just have a lot more freedom now with it with creative directing mm. with editing with, with other people where i used to shoot videos with them then i used to shoot the video they never used to get my vision exactly like i wanted it and they used to edit it and then I, i'm a very like not a control freak but i'm a perfectionist kind oh, of in yeah. a way like i want things to like i said I, like with earlier like i wanted to be received the way I, the way i wanted it to mm. be received you know and so that's why it's a blessing everything everyone bodies came coming into my life that was definitely a mm. blessing all the people and i have a very small circle it's not much people that i that i hang around with um but now that i'm single and stuff like i'm able to go out more so it's just like <laughs> i'm able to go out i'm able to go to events and network and meet people mm. i just feel like that's the reason that i'm single now is because i feel like the relationship was holding me back mm. from a lot of things that i can do now that i'm single like when i go out to an event i always have to think okay i oh no how much now reason was like with meditation right meditation and all that stuff like i believe meditation gives you a clarity it allows you to make better decisions in life mm-hmm. you know um and <clears throat> through lockdown when lockdown happened me and my girlfriend were so together just mm-hmm. the beginning of lockdown but i was meditating right and everyone can say when lockdown happened it, did, it allowed everyone to do introspection yeah. look with because mm-hmm. you were forced to sit yeah. with your own mm-hmm. thoughts you go mm-hmm. you forced to sit with your own thoughts and your own oh, life yeah. So like I said with self evaluation psychoanalysis like Sigmund yeah. Freud uh, I've been meditating and I've been evaluating my life man, and I'm thinking now like okay this is my goal um these are the people that's in my life are there any people that's like hindering me or slowing me down from getting to that goal man? and do I see myself as as the situation improving and there was like a lot of drama with like other family like in our family like my mm. ex's family and Judge judgments and stuff like that. And because I'm an artist, the dad was a pastor and everything. So, demand mm. money, dreadlocks, and mm. a rapper, oh, and so they judge. So naturally, mm. and in the beginning, I was smitten. I was very smitten about this girl. You know? So I used to do anything and everything to want to be with her, impress the parents and everything. So for three and a half years, there was a side of me that was living this double life. Yeah. You know, this double life. And I was mm. restricted to the music that I yeah. can create. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I couldn't create music for everyone. I could just create music for relationships and past means people that is like, you know. That's I, it. I think yeah. like yeah. Uh, personally I think no, even with my music, I don't I don't care what you think what type of music I make. Yeah. Because at the end of the day it's my music that's going to be paying our bills. Exactly. Do you understand? And if you're not there as a support system then you then you shouldn't be with me. Right on there, bro. That 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 is 100% correct and that is something that I'm starting like I don't like being single like I like mm. being I like the freedom and the stuff that I'm able to do mm. but if I find somebody meaningful like like you said with your mm. with your girlfriend you able to do that you know and like the way I explain it is to the way I explain it to her is like look say for example if through it's all what's if they only sold pants 
for like you know kids or whatever for this age or whatever <coughs> like blocking out the whole market mm. of other stuff of selling groceries mm. and mm. sweaters and tops and jerseys and all this stuff mm. so that's with my with my subject matter the concepts that i talk about mm. in that relationship i felt like i was limited to only speaking about certain things and i had to kind of like watch what i say because okay no the past is gonna year the whole family is gonna year and that pressure mm. like it started just building up and i was just like no, if I want to reach the level that I want to, I'm going to have to let this go. Also, you weren't being true to yourself. I wasn't yeah. being true to myself, so. Check it. So, so, so you 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 put a lot of of yourself in your music, right? Obviously. Yes. Is there a part that you do, that you keep to yourself that you feel okay? This I'm not sharing. Um. No, I don't. I don't like this. Everything that I that I that I've been through, like bad things, like with my father, when my father died, there's stuff that I wrote about that. Mm. There's things that like insecurities that I feel like. That's why I don't like go after certain girls now, mm. because like certain girls, I feel like maybe they like traveling and they're doing what they want to do in their life, and they like feel like they made it yet. Mm. But my ego won't allow me to be broken a relationship. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. My ego. So I speak about that on upcoming music as well. So I don't think there's anything that I hold back because. If if I can't be if I can't be open and free with my with my music, it's like therapy. Because mm. if you if you go yeah. if you go into um, yeah. into uh, into therapy with someone, you're gonna have to be completely open. Yeah. Mm. You're gonna have to be completely open. So that's well, that's what music is for me. So there's nothing that I that I um, that I've been hiding in my music or things like that. Besides, it's not being released. When it's released, you're gonna mm. hear the full on. And I, and I also think that maybe when when you write man up like I'm totally myself when I also write man because yeah. Kaige, you can't today's generation want to feel what's real man and if you if you like back in the day can say pretend that he's a gangster yeah now you can't do that anymore because mm-hmm. you might just get shot at the next event <laughs> you get what I'm saying True. so you have to be you have to be real my bro and that's what people want nowadays yes. and if you're not real and they see you fake then your career mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, energy is transferable and music mm. is very powerful. So, mm. like, even on stage or through music, people can feel when something is not authentic, man. Mm. Like, there's, like, some, some people, they might not know what it is, but they might feel like something is not right here. So, mm. I, I would like, I'm like that. If I listen to someone's music, I can feel when it's coming from a real place. I can feel mm. like, you know, the, the energy. Oh, yeah. So energy is transferable through music, through a video. Like I can watch. <coughs> Have you ever thought like when you watch interviews or podcasts of, of other people, then you feel like you're there and you, mm. you connect. Like when I watched uh, your podcast with uh, Benjamin, mm. like I felt like I was there. I was connecting to everything you were saying, everything yeah. you guys were all mm. saying. Because energy is transferable just like yeah, that because yeah. that was mm. authentic. So I, I feel like that with my music also. Like I know if I listen back to my music many times mm. to a, a, a lot of the time yeah. so if i listen to it and i don't feel like if i don't feel uh. something <laughs> if i don't mm. feel something then i then i just do it over uh, yeah. or, mm. or i just scratch it completely mm. and i'll say look let me come back another, another day thing. when i'm feeling oh. when i'm feeling oh, yeah. that way you say i want to mm. rush something i want to rush something mm. to um just get it done for that day or sometimes i will but then i listen back and then i'm like nah don't mm. sound like a don't sound like as of, uh, mm. often as artists or creatives um, we tend to be over analytical and pro- procrastinating yeah. a lot when do you get to the point where you say look here, I have to really let go of this project because mm. we can sit and nitpick and like if you're drawing whatever you constantly is never done mm. and the same thing like with yeah. you I'm sure like the, the, the work of art your your writing or your your, your music is never mm. quite done it's like, but at what point do you say look here okay wait this is good enough mm. um 
where do you draw the line when it, when it when it makes sense to me when it when it makes sense when that when that um like i said i'm spiritual also so when it yeah. eats my spirit when it tells me this is the time to do it you know once everything else is ready because mm. for me like i'm in creative mode so like i'm always writing i'm so even like this almost like like you said there's never mm. a time that i'm like that i'm like okay this is the project that i'm that i that i'm going to release now mm. but i think when i'm done with that specific topic like what i have already a, an idea of what i want to put out mm. and the concept once i feel like that concept has been achieved with the songs because sometimes i move on to other concepts that's yeah. how creative i am so then i move on to other concepts and other things when i when when i notice that it may be three or four or five songs that's now totally disconnected from this project or whatever mm-hmm. then i know okay no this is now for something completely different yeah. so once everything conceptually makes sense and once i feel like that ink has been dried out for mm-hmm. that specific concept mm-hmm. and then then i only first then i only first sit and saying like okay this is the body of work that i'm going to release once i have that that's only mm-hmm. the first step the other thing is the timing when when do i release it and yeah. everything and with that like i said i have to be strategic with everything mm-hmm. and not just drop it not just drop it without thinking and then it goes there and nobody like very little people yet so yeah so for me at first i have to make sense the whole project have to make sense yeah. it has to make sense conceptually to me um it has to flow sonically together perfectly and then some like for me i don't only listen to music myself like i i do listen to it a lot but sometimes you know maybe get another person's opinion so then like someone that i trust the opinion like pinyamin so i'll maybe send mm-hmm. him some stuff and i'll play some people my music or whatever and i'll be like what they think of it just to get the idea sounding boards yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's my decision and i'm still going to go with what i feel is the thing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's also good to just get other people's yeah. opinions yeah. you know yeah, true. people that you trust so then that's when i will know okay no this they just now reinforced my idea that this is done basically you know oh, yeah. so like i i was thinking about what you said earlier on uh, where you said like um um about about music man okay we have been talking about music the whole time and <laughs> but just think about this man um what is the genre that sells the most on this planet just think pop, about it pop hip hop hip hop no is the, is the biggest right now like yeah. concepts man not uh, not genre wise but concepts man concepts. they these relatable concepts like you know mm. heartbreak songs and but 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 yeah as between those two heartbreak and and love songs i was com- yeah. coming to the point where you said like if you don't feel it energy is transferable yeah. mm-hmm. so the reason why that two is the most biggest like uh 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 the men the in in concept wise men or subject okay, matter sub, subject yeah, matter, subject mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. as because people can feel man people can yeah yeah it was really for i go see to see me or like you in love you got someone new in your life and it's like because yeah. it's a relatable hmm. it's yeah. relatable yeah. content man since and that's what people want if you think about it you can't just put about and it's why youngsters are so groot in the kapan because he took he took the ghetto and he put it in songs yeah but not the bad part about the ghetto you mean the good vibes of the ghetto and he puts mm-hmm. it in songs and it's why pe- a lot of people on the cape let's can relate to that it's because mm-hmm. but sell it and stereo gezet is some are Okay, <laughs> but it's true what you say like definitely um when you when you make music based on how you feel or like breakups and things that experiences as long as there's people on earth people are going to be experiencing things so if you 
do relate like um, do a song based on like experiences or feelings and things like that. There's always going to be someone that's going to relate to it. That's why those songs sell the most because um, it has longevity as well. You know because like I said, as long as there's people mm. on this earth that's experiencing things and feeling things, they're always going to go back to that song that mm. made them feel a type of way. Mm. So that's why the song sells so much because it gets replay value. They're like, okay, oh, can I go back to that song because it, it feels a type of way. That's why um, it maybe might sell more, in my opinion, to songs that don't have like a specific you know, topic that relates to feeling or something that someone experienced or anything like that, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Something um, but off the topic, but also pertaining to your, your studies in psychology, there's often a link between creativity and madness. Mm. It's like, <laughs> is it because, is there, has there been any studies done to show like, um, are creators' brains wired differently because the way that you're able to recall your dreams so, so, so lucidly um, and being able to, a lot of us when we wake up, it's like, wow, it's gone. Mm. Or we'll, we'll daydream whatever. And that's how I get most of my creative is I daydream a lot. Mm. So like I'll go off on a tangent and then just hear something will pop in and I'll do it. But when I sleep, my sleep state is usually just born. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like what I say, demand? with regards to that, right? Um, with creativity, there comes a thing where you have to open yourself up to like that creativity. Yeah. And uh, with crazy people, it's like kind of like the way you look at it is like kind of uncontrolled yeah. or a thing like that. So the thing is where you kind of block your creativity sometimes is when you try to control everything, mm. yeah. be structured, anything. And society mm. does yeah. that to us. You know, we try to be conditioned, yeah, yeah. yeah, conditioned in a certain way. So that's why I think like you say crazy people mm. like uh, it's the most creative is because they open themselves up yeah. to just be free. The inner mm. child. There's a saying that says... A, a, a truly creative man um, allows the door to, 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 to total chaos to, to leave the door ajar. Yeah. To leave mm. it a little bit open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I agree with you, Shaq, um, mm. where you said, like, when you daydream is when you mm. come up with the most creative stuff. Because I feel like, no, when I write and I force myself to write and I can't write, but look, I can't bunk to any doctor, man. I pass all the fuck we say, we say, like, then I come with, with bars up, like, yes. I can't let loop for me, for me, two beer, I had cup in and, like, me, it's like, and I don't think I'm, but then, the beer is by him, and then, loop it, since I loop it, and I come up with like a verse, and it's on my cup, and I come up with a race, and I scrape it in, yeah, and so my pass, yeah. You see, so it is There's this thing, there's this book that I read, right? Um, actually, like I was watching this interview of uh, J. Cole and it's an old interview and they were asking him about writer's block and things like mm. that. And he was saying this book by Julia Cameron, it's called The Artist Way. And this is the thing where I told you about like the morning pages where you yeah. write all the thoughts and there's two parts to it. So it's the morning pages and then there's the, the artist date. So the artist date is like when you basically set up a date for yourself to just do anything, like maybe go to the movies, go to the beach, just yourself. And basically what that allows is what you just said, like when mm. you walk into the shop or whatever, you're not trying to do anything, you're not mm. trying to write anything down, mm. Mm. you're just going do your normal day-to-day -day yeah. stuff. So that artist date is like, as a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a date for yourself, for your inner child, for your inner creativity mm. to, to be fed. Basically, you know, so uh, I suggest everyone that wants to be creative, like, 
Take, care, you take that time out mm-hmm. for yourself. You mentioned J. Cole now. What is, who's your favorite inspiration? Currently. South African and abroad. Um, uh, I would say between J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, those two. Mm. Um, recently, I've been listening to Drake a lot. You know, because like I said, I've been now with a, after a breakup, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you after a breakup, I've been to Drake, you know. <laughs> after a breakup, I don't go to Kendrick Lamar or mm. things like that, you know. But yeah, so I've been listening to Drake a lot. Um, locally, uh, in South Africa, I mean, Benjamin, mm. man, that man inspired no, 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 me. Outside of your tribe. Outside of the tribe. Uh, let me think. Um... Well, I'm loving what, even though me and STC, we don't have this like same uh, mm. like type of music or whatever, but I love what he's doing for mm. like South Africa. Like he's pushing it to another level mm. where he's like, he went on Sway and all that stuff. So that's an inspiration because that shows me that, I mean, he's a guy from South Africa. I'm a guy from South Africa. Mm. So you know, he, can he kicked the doors open basically mm. for artists like myself, you know? So I would say that's also his uh, inspiration. I as think Stagasa well. is going to be on a um, on an album with um, Jay Z, no? Is Jay-Z, it? Uh, apparently, yeah. But mm. he got a, f- a song with a, a few American artists, doesn't he? Yeah. STC. Yes. Yeah, with French uh, Montana. French Montana, and there's so another yeah. one, man. Yeah. You signed to um, Dev Jam, no? Dev Jam, yeah. Dev Jam, South Africa. Yeah. So that is that is a big inspiration for me. You know, it motivates me. You know, saying mm. that anything can happen because there was a time that people just thought, no, that you have to be, go to America. Or you have to rah, 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 whatever, yeah. you know. But like that just shows that you, that you can make it, you know. He's from South Africa, you know. Even like uh, unrelated to music, look what Trevor Noah is doing, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So, check here, we, sp- we spoke about like the relationship and, and, and creativity and, and trying to achieve certain goals, like. And I, I mean, listen to what you're saying, like you, you were with somebody in a relationship or the partner that was sort of not allowing you to achieve these, mm. these goals. And I just thought about well, my own situation and, and, and I think like... Careful now, careful now, you're not going to do it. I'm going to do it, man. I think like if you establish in the beginning of a relationship now, mm. like your goals, like, like what you really want, like I got like a million hobbies, bruh. Mm. If I tell you all my hobbies, you won't really believe it. Like, <laughs> I can list them, like, but I, I, I think I established in the beginning of my relationship, like, hey, I want to go for something. Uh, like, and I, I'm a go-getter, I want to achieve this. And, and then that sort of helped me, like, try to establish that, 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 that going for that thing. Like, mm. and then... That understanding was also there. Yeah, and then within that, I find my creativity, like, if you have that freedom to, to, to push for for greatness yeah you find that crea- that creativity yeah, like that freedom yes yeah, yeah and then you yeah. almost like it gets stimulated like it's it's, it's interesting and, and 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 within that freedom like it, or, or you, another thing is like with comedy now you must like experience life like i do stand-up comedy yeah. so it's one of my <laughs> many hobbies you must experience life like ah. you must experience like 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 with me, I I mean, you finished my my creativity by talking about my kids and the situation that I find myself in, mm. and I even talk about my sex life. Or so mm. I talk about all these things, but it's, 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 can yeah, <laughs> it's for what people can relate to, and it's, it's, it's I'm just putting it out there. I'm yeah. just putting it on on my canvas, mm. and that's my way of creating my art. Like, 
Mm. So yeah, it's I think it's so important to be with with somebody a partner that allows you to be that allows you to do mm. this. Find that creativity. Look, with my previous relationship, now there wasn't like it wasn't a in like it wasn't a in in particular. It was just the whole situation that came with it. It was she was young, really young. Um, the influence that her parents had on her life mm. came with it. Mm. Everything mm. came with it, man. It wasn't like me and her. We had like kind of an understanding, and obviously, like there's stuff that could have been worked on. Like there's stuff that could have been worked on, like with through speaking. Uh, like okay, like you have to understand this when I'm saying yeah. song about this. Don't feel offended when yeah, I'm in yeah, a music yeah, yeah. video, and there's maybe another girl or whatever. Don't feel away. It's, it's just, just like, your art. It's just my art, and it's my 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 work basically. Like for example, even like an actor, like. These actors that's married, but yeah. they in the movie car, so yeah, person, yeah. but the partner don't get mad because I understand that's also. There might be a slither of truth in the in the in the music video in the message, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily be you acting mm. out. Yes, a, exactly a, a, that. A so, so like I said, like I said, they, it wasn't her in particular because that stuff that we could have like worked on, like she could maybe like eventually like understand that. But I think it's more. It's just that. It's just everything that came with it, like I said, the family and everything like that. And she wasn't willing to fold, mm-hmm. or you know, or to stand up at least to be like, "Yo, this, this is my okay. nigga," and whatever, whatever. It was. She was fairly yeah. young also, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. living under your parents' roof, and they were yeah. very overprotective in a way, man. Overprotective mm-hmm. also, you know. They didn't trust the nigga with dreadlocks. They <laughs> 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 didn't trust the nigga with dreadlocks. And a nigga that, that that was rapping. You you need to have that creativity, bro. You need yeah. to have that. If 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 your expression of yourself is dreadlocks, then then you mm. need to have it. And if it's not, if you don't establish that in the beginning, then yeah. there's nothing there, bro. Nonconformist. Yeah. And that that was my you, mistake. You going nowhere, like that was my mistake in the beginning mm. because, like, like I said, I was just so smitten over yeah. this girl. Yeah, like, yeah, she's a wreck or whatever. That I. Sacrifice, yeah, yeah. Try to assimilate. Yeah, yeah, basically, because okay, now you okay, daddy them they don't like me. Okay, now I have to get in the books by the daddy to make oh. them like me, and then yeah. that turned out like for three and a half years I've been like hiding a piece of myself, That's you it. know. And mm. if, like I'm just like me now, I lost myself in that relationship. Yeah. I would say like I lost my true essence of mm-hmm. who I am. So and you're I still finding yourself now. Now, so now I'm getting back to loving myself and mm. finding myself again. That's interesting. You see, because I loved her. More than I loved myself. Oh yeah, yeah. I, see that. I see. I see. I loved them because you were hiding yourself. I was hiding myself. Yeah, yeah. You, you see? obviously loved them more. Yeah. Yes, I loved them more than I loved. Putting her before yourself because you were like not being. Yeah. Yes, and music is me. It's part yeah. of me. So mm. that's why, in that sense, me loving her more because she cares a lot about her family. She cares a lot about what the family thinks. Mm. And that was one of the things. Obviously, like I don't fault for that. Obviously, it's your family. You love your family, and you care about what your family thinks. But it right. comes a point in time, and you have to live your own life. You know what I mean? You have to make your own decisions. But um, because I loved her that uh. much, I was willing to sacrifice a piece of myself by like. Um, there was times that I that I didn't even rap like for for like two three months that I didn't even do music, no. and then some mm. of the family were just asking me to do music, and I was just like, nah. Not doing music now anymore. Sure. It was just not me, man. Yeah. The, that was like the longest that I've ever been without like recording or writing or doing anything music. It was like two months of just like. So this album coming up is you getting over that 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 deal? Yeah, yeah. For this oh, album, oh. this album is basically. Um, so I I broke up with her, yeah. right? And and it well we didn't argue. 
There was no argument that happened. Like usually, you know, uh, like a breakup, there's an argument, and then yeah. like, no, I'm fed up, and no, 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 no. It was like a normal day. So for her, it was like very like hectic because like imagine just waking up, you think everything is fine, there's no argument, anything, mm. boof, here the bomb hits, you know. Then mm. I obviously went to go see and everything, but now this album that I'm that I'm that I'm that I'm, that's done basically, but I'm also yeah. still busy doing finishing touches on it. Um, it's basically the aftermath of the aftermath, all the aftermath yeah. because like <coughs> the she moved on she got a rebound immediately afterwards no so you see there's actually a bit more to to to, to this album yes as you unpacking this this whole situation <laughs> the music <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm unpacking the whole situation because she moved on and then but i know that the reason that she mm. moved on, you know, the reason was just to try to forget about me because, mm. you know, we had like, I was, we were three and a half years together and I broke up with her. So it's kind of a mm. pride thing also. Like, mm. hey, I can do without you. Look, I can mm. replace you that quick. Yeah. Oh, there's a rebound, another nigga. Then she yeah. broke up with that nigga and got into a, another guy, another relationship with another guy. <laughs> and I'm so like, also, there's a song that's called so With Him. There's a song that's heart. called With Him. And it's, uh. it's out already. There's a video out Is it? Well. Yeah, With Him. Okay. And I talk about it there. I, like, I say a lot of stuff there. I got can like. Play you can play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play the snippet over there with him. <laughs> I need Ooh. to. Um, we're first going to watch the first video. And, and then, then after that, we're going to move. Yeah. Nice nah, so, yeah. So that song basically is about when mm. I. We first had each other blocked. Cause that's when I first saw yeah. uh, with the rebound niggas, and I was like, nah, this is so not. So how long own. after the sorry man? How, how long after the you breaking up did she get with another bra? If I may ask. That I when I noticed it, it was like a month or like with a, a month, month, bra, a month or something. Bra, like my month. baby mama broke up with me. We were in like two days later. She had another book. Yeah. This yeah. Usually, usually, I don't no, know. But, I don't know when she got with this guy, yeah. but when I noticed it, because I blocked that first. Mm. And then, uh, then we said, look, hey, look, we want things to be cordial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's unblock each other. We don't need to block each other. I'm like, okay, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I saw this uh, story and with this new nigga. I'm like, who's this nigga? <laughs> who's this new nigga all yeah. of a sudden? And if she put it on a story, she put it there for you to see. I know. She put it there for me to see. So that you know she's going to watch this, this episode. Probably. It's fine. I'm opening my music already, so I might as well. You know, I might yeah. as well. It's not like I'm putting anyone's business. It's my business. I'm allowed to. It's my business. I think as an artist, you got the right to do it. Like Yeah. So, yeah. So, she moved on, and then I saw it. Um, but the thing is, what helped me heal? Because mm. I broke up with her, and it doesn't mean that I didn't love her still when I broke mm. I made a decision for myself. It's yeah. not like I, I stopped loving her mm. or I stopped caring about her. Like, I still loved her. I still care about her up until to, mm. till this day. I still care a lot about her. Yeah. You just did it for your own mental health. Huh? Yes, I did yeah. it for my own and my career yeah. and my, my goals. The goals. I analyzed myself. I said, look, this is the goal that I have. How am I going to get there? I don't see myself getting there if I continue doing the same stuff that I've been doing, yeah. having these two months times when Gaps I'm not rec- yeah, yeah when I'm not recording music. Also the death of self. Yeah. In that, yeah. I'm yeah, I was dying, basically no myself was dying and I had mm. to find myself and I had to rebuild. So what helped me through that aftermath of when I broke up with her, I threw myself into music mm. and I was busy every day and I was recording every day and I was writing every day. So me doing that allowed me kind of a bit to forget not forget but cope with the heartbreak of what I felt until one Saturday I was, you know, usually you see your girl and every weekend or even through the week or whatever, and you will have your vibe. And then one Saturday, I just decided not to do anything. 
and then poof there he got thought that i thought i moved on from it like i thought i moved on from it poof there mm. he yo i miss her yo okay now nah, now nah, she's with this another with this other guy mm. and then yeah one of those days one of those days where I, when i wasn't recording music then i saw another story is a different guy and this guy was her cousin's ex so i saw that and that broke my heart so yeah. that literally like broke my heart and i say it in the song because what mm. he must say there like it, it broke my heart so that immediately when i saw that poof blocked her because i think it's not good for my health to see yeah, all no, the stuff no, together no. like i'm just i just think i moved on poof then i see something like that poof then i feel like i'm back to square one mm. again again missing her whatever so then that moment when i saw that blocked her that night that was like 2 a.m. Fini- wrote that old song that like within 20 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. then morning the more the next morning i recorded the song mix and master it that old day and then i felt better <laughs> after that no after that song when i got everything out then i somehow felt better then i wasn't so feeling we- hurt or anything yeah. like that but yeah for me that was like more of a confirmation that i that we never going to be back mm. we never going to mm. be together again yeah. because even though when we broke up there was always still that 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 kind of like a hope like yo mm. maybe in future when things change maybe mm. you not like maybe you moved out of your house maybe you're not that controlled by your parents anymore whatever that maybe we will get back together sometime when i'm when i've made it because i first want like i feel like i first want to make it before i even think of mm. like getting into something serious again unless it's beneficial to me like and this is going to boost me to get me there closer like you said like if you have someone mm. that you have an understanding with that mm. can yeah. motivate mm. you and support you be oh, like yeah. like actually support you she never used to come to any of my gigs because well, she couldn't yeah. because of her parents were so strict you know what i mean so she couldn't even be yeah. there to support me in that way mm. because the people are like ah they even i must be at home at 11 o'clock and all this stuff and all this Jeez. stuff Shit. and you know with with, with hip-hop gigs you know that's, that's when the thing that's only start warming and now yeah because it's covid because now 11 o'clock is like yeah that's when that's when the thing is now that's the new norm that's the new norm but back then she, ne- she could never come to any of my gigs nothing like that so how old was she by the way she's now 22 currently but when mm. i met her she was 19 yeah when i met her she was 19 so she was <coughs> fairly young like she was fairly young when i when i met very young actually when i met her like i'm 27 in december mm. and she's like 22 now so i think i was like four years close to five years older yeah close to five years older i think she's turning 23 she should be turning check here you know no my mochina it's not a it's not a thing of 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 like i don't blame her parents man i blame her man it's like as how how she thinks man it's not it's not a parent's fault it's her fault because mm. my mochina is not 21 mm. Right and this this yellow thing I also met her when I was 19 when yeah. she was 19 mm. and I'm like 28 yeah do you understand mm. and she supports me like that yeah mm. what the man of it but but just <laughs> you get what I'm problem, saying and, yeah. and, and she supports me Maturity. through whatever I do yeah Since that is it is also um you can't only blame the parents and things mm. like that even mm. though like I think a lot like there was a lot of emotional intelligence also that I think that she didn't yeah. have man that she mm. didn't have that yeah. i that i needed also so besides the parents and all that other stuff like obviously how she was raised and things like she's very timid she like we couldn't communicate properly like in like we have now argument no? yeah yeah i'm really giving it out here <laughs> 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 this is this this is just serious <laughs> but yeah so if we will have an argument yeah. they will never be like um 
like a proper conversation to discuss like why that happened it will never happen again like discuss like mm. understand mm. what will happen yeah. it will just be a thing of i'm the only one talking here trying to solve this issue a cop is not a defense state while we're driving or whatever just looking mm. there shutting me completely out and then maybe 20 30 minutes later i'm over it now okay give me a kiss and wake up and then the, that thing was still there yeah, probably uh, still lingering there but we just decided yeah. to forget about it yeah as you get older that that mm. that stuff changed like you yeah. you you sort of anyway i have to stick and deal around with it when you're like married like some of us over here <laughs> <laughs> you sort of have to grind through that that yeah. tough times yeah. like and, yeah. and you have to be present in that moment of, of like hey i'm not happy here mm. you have to both work on it like together yeah. otherwise there's no that's why that's why i was no saying answer. that's why i was saying <clears> earlier on that those things could have been worked on yeah you know what i mean like the thing about like yo we're gonna have to communicate that could have been worked on yeah But the thing about me, like death to self, yeah. through yeah. throughout the relationship, loving that her more work. than I loved myself, mm. like that, that was just the whole thing. Like I believe, like people always say, no, that's my other half or mm. whatever in a relationship. I believe you must be two olds yeah. coming yeah. together. Yeah. Don't come as a half and a half yeah, exactly. and then make a whole. Be two olds, know yourself, love yourself, both love each other, mm. come together. And I think in my previous relationship, I was more like, I don't know, mm. empty almost. I was yes, half, I started off as half and then, Just going in, in, in. Dante, I will leave you with this. A wise man once said, "No, you don't have to be in a relationship to be in a relationship." Yes. <laughs> Think yes. about that one. No, that's facts. That's facts because, like, for me, no, if if you're not if you're not gonna satisfy me, not sexually, but mentally, mm. man. Obviously, if you're not, like, okay, man, it's it's messed up how, how much how much control a woman has over your life man and yeah. and and how you feel and and because that's this saying no what's but up with this female bashing <laughs> coming on ah! no 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 <laughs> you saw no. you tried to score but i've been being honest here now now you, know you nobody's I, bashing I, females i love, I love my wife all love all love all love to her you know even though i'm blocked No, but all love to her if she do see it somehow which is probably going to see but All love to her. I don't mean any bashing. I'm just telling my truth. I, I, I just wanted to say, I I wanted to say right now, no? Sorry, you wanted to say it. Will Smith did say that. Will Smith said. Wrong guy to quote, dude. Will Smith. I know. I know. Entanglement. Entanglement. Will Smith said. It's unfair for you to expect someone else to make you happy when you can't make yourself Self happy. happy. Mm. That I told my wife that in the 90s already. Well, Will Smith said the one I can't do. Mm. Said, ah, fuck. How long you and your wife together? Mr. Fingers. Um, 1997, we started going out. So it's what? Wasn't your 16-year-old <laughs> anniversary? More than 20 now years. More than 20 years. Yeah, But you almost high school lovers, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So there's 1997, there's more than 20 years, bro. Yeah, 24 years. 24 years, yeah. 24 years. Last Friday was 16 years. Shut. Okay. It's a lifetime. It's a lifetime. So yes. what we talking about? He got this black belt in what we got. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there watching us like, ah, you, you, you know, fuck all. <laughs> Call me master. Okay, you like, you like video from uh, Freud. Yeah, and then um, with him. Okay, so let's check out the video. Oh yeah. Psychoanalysis like Sigmund Freud. Watch how you behave when you fill that void, bro, bro, bro. 
Cut out that nice noise. Dope. Make sure that you're thinking before you make a choice. Bro, bro, bro. Pots and pans, what's good? You edited this yourself, good, eh? Good looking. The future brighter than flashes, then goes through memories. Take a shot at what I picture, that's photo shooting. Decided to take my time before dropping music. No more allies, the single life, I'm used to it. Will I love again or where am I immune to it? Probably not, I still got love to give like baby Cupid. But right now I'm for the streets and I be acting ruthless. Sliding cunners, then after that, giving them the blue tick. I reached the low, not giving a damn, had to step back the movement I felt bad, asked myself like what the hell you doing The homie showed you love and you go after his women? Damn, right enough you didn't actually do shit But what you do, you got her to send you a nude pics After the fact, you sit and ask yourself When you had a girl and homies try to holler, you got mad as fuck Funny how shit changed Now you that nigga are you that nigga? If so, then bro, you gotta get your shit together. Dude, I don't know you dude. like this. You out of character. You acting different. Psychoanalysis like Sigmund Freud. Watch how you behave when you fill that void, bro, bro, bro. Cut out that noise. Make sure that you're thinking before you make a choice, bro, bro, bro. Sitting here thinking. What the hell? They gotta look good, but upstairs a few screws missing. Trying to pick me into something. Bitch, please, you got a better chance trying to get me into pimping. You try to play games, you thinking that you winning, but your game's got holes in it. I see right through it. You attack my ego, I see what you're doing. But baby girl, I never ever needed your approval. Psychoanalysis like Sigmund Freud. Watch how you behave when you fill that void, bro, bro, bro. bro, bro. bro. Cut out that noise. Make sure that you're thinking before you make a choice. Bro, bro, bro. Psychoanalysis like Sigmund Freud. Watch how you behave when you fill that void. Bro, bro, bro. Cut out that noise. Make sure that you're thinking before you make a choice. Bro, bro, bro. Dude, is that what my son's gonna come? Um, we showed love, but like I said, when I became single, I went through that the master mm. phase oh. where okay, I so saw her moved on, but I definitely moved on, but not in a sense of like getting in a relationship with another person. I was like exploring, you know, single nigga phasing, you know, mm. with, with, with girls and things like that. And one of the guys he did show me love, and but I didn't know it was his girlfriend at first, you know, I didn't know it was his girlfriend, so. Me and this girl, we were talking, and afterwards I found out, no, this is this homie's girlfriend, and mm. she sent me nudes and everything like that, you know? So afterwards I felt bad, like, mm. I felt bad, like, yo, this bro showed mm. me love and mm. everything, but yeah, I'm chatting to his girlfriend, mm. and she's sending, I didn't do anything, I didn't, like, go up and meet with her, even though I could, but I didn't go meet up with her, but yeah. she sent me nudes and all of this stuff, and... She didn't know Did she send you nudes? Yeah. What's the number? What's the number? And, um... Like yeah, it was a it was something like I said in the song. I had to like evaluate my life and stuff like that because 
I remember when I was in a relationship and I saw niggas always trying to get at yeah. my girl and I was I felt I felt junk also yeah. I was always like also a bit pissed or whatever mm. so I knew how he felt how he felt when I did that to him mm. and especially with someone that showed me love like he didn't do anything bad to me oh. you know I just I was so messed up I was in my single nigga phase that and I was on, like on I was a one boat <laughs> <laughs> I was in savage mode I yeah. was just like I don't care I'm just out here in the streets you know mm. I was out here I was for the streets I was for the streets <laughs> so I didn't like really care at that time but I stopped myself before it even mm. got to anything further and that's the inspiration behind that I respect what that is yeah. I don't you to tell us about the nudes though <laughs> <laughs> just, just before we before we sign off um, when can we be expecting the album to be dropped the album I'm thinking where we now we almost may maybe July July maybe July okay. yeah okay. So yeah, I mean, so look out for that. And yeah, from us at the Babbling Edge, we just like to thank you, Dante the Dante. Mm, thanks a lot for gracing us with your presence. Man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, this is also therapy for me. Oh, you yeah. know, because like I gave all the details out here, you know. So nah, Check that was nice. It shows the type of person you are, man. Mm. Like you wear your art and your sleeve. You, yeah. You're a passionate guy. And it, it shows in your music. That's your that's your art. That That's who you are, like. Yeah. 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 Uh, thanks, man. Anyway, did your fingers... Joe Zone, Charlie X to C, the bass when it's seven, away and also eight. The baby.